This is episode number 13, Malcolm X Day, with CEO of Worldwide Apparel and CMXD Philly community organizer, Ron Green. Welcome to the We Love Philly podcast. My name is Carlos Aponte, a Philadelphia school teacher whose mission is to promote volunteerism throughout the city of Philadelphia and help put the brotherly love back into the city of brotherly love. Each week, my students and I bring you a person or organization that is making Philly a better place. Thanks for spending some time with us, and let's dive in. Malcolm X once said, education is our passport to the future, for tomorrow belongs to the people who prepare for it today. And an ancient African proverb once stated that it takes a village to raise a child. The truth of these quotes is evident throughout the entirety of this podcast. As I was listening through myself, I was marveled at the exchange of knowledge between Ron and my students. It's amazing to see someone who has such an impact on the community pass on the knowledge that got him to where he is today. And you can hear through the enthusiasm of my students that they were like sponges. They soaked up all of the knowledge that was passed on to them. Three other things that we talk about in this episode are what Malcolm X meant to us growing up in Philadelphia, what you can expect during Malcolm X Day, and how being aware of the present moment will allow you more opportunities in life to succeed. If you're interested in following what we're doing at We Love Philly, you can follow us on Instagram at We Love Philly and on Facebook at WeLove.Philadelphia. If you would like for us to volunteer for your organization, you can send us an email at WeLoveLPAcademy at gmail.com. Like I said, I'm super excited for Malcolm X Day. Tomorrow's May 19th, 2019, from 12 to 8, we're going to have fun volunteering, come out, support the community. And here is our talk with CEO of Worldwide Apparel, Ron Green. Welcome to the We Love Philly podcast. I am joined here today with Chief Ron Green, CEO of Tribe Worldwide Apparel. How are you, Ron? I'm feeling powerful. I'm feeling great, man. And we're also joined today with Kasim Karamoko, Nafis Malik, and Tashi Dorsey, uh, three students from Warburg Area. How are you all? We're doing fine. Honored to be here. I feel good. <laughs> it must be the end of the school year. Our last day is tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. but that ain't exciting. That No? <laughs> Not yet. Not, uh, yet. not yet. Not yet. I, I feel you on that. We have recently volunteered with Ron and his organization, CMXD Philly. They are actually putting together a Malcolm X celebration. Can you tell us what CMXD is all about? CMXD, the acronym is uh, Claim Malcolm X Day. And the whole reason that we started this initiative in the city of Philadelphia is because we wanted to take the same spirit that people felt when they established Martin Luther King Day. We wanted to take that same energy and put that behind spearheading an effort to establish Malcolm X Day as well, because we feel just as uh, Martin Luther King had some, uh, had some solid principles and standards that he lived by and operated on, we also recognize the significance of the life and times of Malcolm X, also known as El Hodge. Malik Chavez. So we want to, uh, you know, we want to just draw attention to the tenets that he lived by, the story of his life, and, and just uh, the exemplary fashion in which he operated in. 
So how has he impacted your life? Just uh, reading through the autobiography of Malcolm X, that's uh, something that a lot of young black men should do, is take a look at the life of someone who started in a place where a lot of us find ourselves, you know, in less than favorable conditions, in a less than supportive, uh, you know, set of circumstances in our household where we just don't have a solid foundation all the time. Whereas it's easy for us to, uh, you know, like they say, idle minds, you know, are the devil's playground. So we, we, we a lot of us are uninspired in our circumstances and we just lack the the knowledge or the awareness of resources and things. Yeah. And, and to, to be able to impact people, not just here, not not just in his city, not just in this country, but, you know, around the world. Setting standards for people to live by. Just living through the, the principles of Islam. And our goal is not to make it a religious thing. Yeah. It's just really more so let's look at these principles and let's magnify these things and find the, the, the positives that we yeah. can apply. Yeah, I have to agree that the entire story inspired me at a young age when I when I read the book, specifically his like you said his tenets, especially when it comes to education. Mm-hmm. I think you said education is the passport to your future, and just just for him to be so self reliant and teach himself how to read, literally to the point where he needed glasses because he got astigmatism, to to be that committed and come from the trap that he was stuck in with the situation he was dealing with, and for him to become one of the most prominent figures during the civil rights movement. And then one of the most prominent figures in a lot of Philadelphians life. Every time I talk to somebody being a history teacher and I mention African-American history, he's, he's the first name in Philly that, that pops up and he's definitely inspired my life. How about you guys? Yeah, I had read the book of like when he was coming up and like still committing crimes and stuff. Mm. Yeah, like when he made that transition. Okay. Yeah. What did you learn from it? Um, well, it is, like, yeah, it taught me that even though, like, you given certain circumstances, you don't always got to become what, what everybody envisioned for you. You can always be outside of that, that box that people try to box you into. It's powerful. But Malcolm X, yeah, he was very inspirational, seeing what he did, learning about what he stood for, and being proud, and even he had to go, People going against him, him standing for himself and still believing in what he preached. And that's why he left the great. That's why the legacy we see today of him. And he's going to inspire multiple to become leaders of yourself. How CMXD evolved over the four years from what it was in the beginning to what it is now? Well, one, one thing that we've done is we've also altered the uh, acronym to include uh, celebrate Malcolm X Day as well, because we started off with the initiative to claim it. So now that we've claimed it for ourselves, established it, people know and they're expecting it, now we can celebrate it. We can effectively celebrate this day because people are looking forward to it now. With us, you know, going into our fourth year of production of this event, we were actually looking to have like our largest crowd this year. And uh, people really have a great time every time they come out so we're, we're looking to continue to evolve and add different elements to it. A lot of the things that we do, the efforts are coming straight, like straight from us. We don't have, you know, like corporate sponsorship okay. or anything like that. Everything that we're doing is, is pretty much grassroots. Yeah. Everything is just community building. Yeah, you know, that's amazing. From within. So it's like, you know, be able to be able to pull it off and, you know, to be able to raise the magnitude of it each time. Has definitely been a you know something that I I can't say that I started out thinking that that was going yeah. to happen that way. It's been a humbling experience. What happens during the event? How does the community come together for it? Black people like to enjoy the vibes. We like to be entertained. 
you know, we like to dance, we like to move, and we were also spiritual people as well. So what we do is we start the day off with the drum circle. And then we also do, in the tradition of Western Africa, we have a pouring of libations. We honor the ancestors. And, uh, you know, we just allow people to be able to tap in from the moment they get there into the vibes that we looking to establish. You know what I mean? So it just creates a, a dope environment for people to be able to just feel like you're amongst family. That's really what we what we want to bring to uh, to the to the community. From what we're doing, there's other cities that have begun to put on their events as well. You know, that's what I mean? cool. And um, yeah, so we we were actually inspired by Washington D.C.'s event. You know, I, I I came in contact with the woman who was putting it on. Her name's Carol Sullivan, and you know, we connected, and I was inspired, and and that's what made me want to start doing it here in the first place. When we come out into uh, the park, we have public speakers. Oh, cool. We have, yeah, we have certain people from the community that come out, people who can relate to the, the people that we have in the audience. We, we want people to feel like they're they're looking at a reflection of themselves, but, you know, somebody who has a proper perspective on things. So we want to, you know, like any, all of our public speakers, anybody that we have is like handpicked because we need them to hit on certain certain topics and everything. So we have that throughout the day. Also, we have uh, like live entertainment. So we're having anything from, you know, singers, dancers. We've got people who come out and do, you know, acrobatic stunts. We, oh, wow. We've had, yeah, we've had um, the Dollar Boys come and, and do their thing. That was crazy. Like all these kids flooding the park like that. You know, we've had like a, a, like a drill team come and put a performance on and, you know, just shut everything down. We've been blessed enough to be able to be in contact with some great talent in the city. So throughout the day, you don't you, you don't know what's what's coming. Yeah. We have no idea. So and then we also have a health and wellness aspect where we have people coming, you know, talk about different ways that you can improve your health and your situation at home, whether it's, you know, like changing like people who are experts in diet and uh, nutrition or people who are fitness experts. We have like fitness demonstrations. You know, it's it's all types yeah. of stuff that we it's just everything for the whole family. Yeah, yeah because we, it's a holistic experience. Yeah. yeah and then we and, and then we finish it off with like a, a really dope like concert set. How have you seen community coming together impact the youth? I know that they're inspired by what we do and it makes them want to be involved. Just sitting here with, with your guys, is, is like just coming in contact with it makes you want to, you know, see how you can lend a hand to it. We're running a program where it was a community-based effort that we call RBG Fridays. And we were doing that at the corner of 52nd Street and Market. Basically, we wanted to distribute information to the community about how they can change their situation, distribute uh, information about resources that they may not be aware of, you know, from sex education to like I've already touched on like health and wellness information, things about how to interact with the police and stuff like that. If you ever encounter them, you know, just like useful information for the people in the neighborhood. That's something that we were doing the last few years. So, you know, from doing these events, we were able to get some membership, you know, yeah. getting people who want to join in and be a part of something that's rolling forward. Now, we don't currently do that program anymore because we, we all have a lot more going on now. Yeah. But, you know, to be able to keep Malcolm X Day going forward, one way we're going to get more people involved is with the painting of the bars that are going around the park. Because, you know, for years, every time we go, it looks like people don't care. Yeah. This is a place that we love to come to. This is a place that we, like I said, we come and honor the ancestors. 
It's a place where families come, uh, people walk their dogs through there, all the stuff like that. Is this is a place for the communities. If we care about it, you know, this is a place that we use, then we gotta treat it like we treat home. It definitely works. When uh, Tashid and I were walking through West Philly giving out the flyers last weekend when we were volunteering, I feel like when we gave them to people, they were like, oh, we're already gonna be there. We already right. know that it's happening on Sunday. Right. Like every, it, you kind of felt that vibe giving the cards and going into the businesses that people have been looking forward to right. this since last year. Right. right. So yeah. That's love. Yeah. That's love. Can you remember the exact moment where you knew you were on the path that you're supposed to be on? I can remember. Like, and, and life definitely offers you those moments of confirmation. And it's really up to you to be, like, cognizant and of the moment. Like, you have to, you know, like, kind of be in it but above it at the same time so that you can be able to, like, observe it for all that it is. Because you can get caught up in the hype and it just be a flash in the pan. It was 2015 when I started my brand, January 31st. I was, I was working in fashion, you know, in some capacity for uh, four years before that. But, but the night I, I started it, like I literally made the most money I had ever made, you know, during my time working in fashion. Yeah. Like I worked with two brands before that, like two brands where I was kind of lending myself to what they were doing. But this is the first time where it's like, wow, I own this. This is my idea right here. And people love it. Like, I, I, I put it out on the internet and I put it on Facebook, like, and my inbox just got flooded. My PayPal was just popping that night. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I just had all these orders that I hadn't accounted for, you know, nor had I ever experienced that type of flow of currency before. You know what I mean? Like that type of, so I'm like, hmm. Like the first shirt I made that started this whole, started my company, like I don't sell it anymore, but it just, like it was useful for the time because um, it was just a moment. And I learned like you have to be able to strike when the iron's hot. Like you gotta, it's like when you know it's go time, don't hesitate. Because if you hesitate, then you'll miss your moment. The good thing about life is like we have multiple moments that can come, but it's like, you hate to miss them, man. You know, like if you could have got in on some Amazon stock or something <laughs> like that. Like, ah, like somebody was talking to you about it, but you just yeah. didn't do it. Had I not acted on it at the time that I did, like the idea was already out there. I'll give you a little backstory. So the way my brand started, Marshawn Lynch and the Seahawks were in the Super Bowl that year, going up against the Patriots. That was like the, the like their press weekend or whatever, like right before the big game where they were, uh, they were interviewing all the players and everything like that. So Marshawn Lynch, uh, I mean, I don't know if y'all were like watching back then and y'all knew like Beast Mode, he just was saying whatever he wanted to. He was living his life regardless to how people viewed him, basically, just very unapologetically. So, uh, you know, a lot of people gravitated toward that, you know what I mean, including myself. And, uh, you know, even I'm an Eagles fan, you know what I mean? But, like, I, I like that. As a man, I, I gravitated toward the principles that I felt he was standing on. So, during that weekend, he was being interviewed, and they were asking him all these questions that he didn't really feel like answering. And then another black man, African-American, whatever you want to call him, walked into the area where he's being interviewed, and he turned to address him on the microphone, on national TV, said, oh, what's up, African? You know what I mean? <laughs> and he said, shout out to all my real Africans out there. And that became like a little sound bite. 
And you know, social media, people just like took that clip <laughs> and just were sharing it. What's up, African? What's up? And so it was just going nuts on Facebook. All these people were just sharing it. So I saw it and I just commented it under one of the posts. Like I was like, oh, this is dope. What's up, African? So I just hashtagged it too, like everybody else, because it was all these people just saying it. I'm like, this is hot. So um, all these people just feeling good about like resonating with the idea of being from Africa. You know what I'm saying? It was like really dope. Like there wasn't a time, it wasn't really cool for black people in America to really acknowledge the connection that we truly have with with Africa. You know what I'm saying? Like to the point where we we have a lot of stereotypes that um people started to abandon because of this thing. You know what I mean? By by seeing themselves in Africa, you know, like now it's like, well, shoot, it's cool to be dark skinned. It, like, shoot, I wish I was darker. You know what I'm saying? It's like now people start to appreciate themselves, you know, through movements like this. And um, when he said, what's up, African, people tapped into that vibe. They're like, man, yeah, what's up, African? In the comment section, somebody said, yo, somebody put this on a T-shirt. I would buy it. I would buy it tonight. I was like, oh, really? Because I've been looking, I was looking for inspiration yeah. at the time. That's what's so crazy. So, you know, as long as you stay aware like the opportunities are there, man. You just yeah. gotta be aware. You gotta be in the now. You got to. Yeah, yeah. You got to. And like I said, like you gotta strike when the iron's hot because when he, I saw him say that, and I know that every there's other people that came on that post and saw him say it too. So I went to my laptop, designed. I, I made my own design for it. Came back to the post. I just took a picture, like with my smartphone, and then uploaded it to the uh, post. Man, all these people start inboxing <laughs> me. All these people, they loved it. And what let me know that I like I'm struck at the right moment was because a few comments under mine, this other guy who's like a graphic designer, he he had his own version that he put under there. But it was too late. Yeah. He missed it. Yeah. He missed it because everybody was on mine. So my inbox was just popping crazy. I never saw any amount of activity like this. So <laughs> that night I created like a PayPal, I created a website like on the spot. And the rest is history from this. Yeah. Never, never looked back. Never looked back. Are you a resident of Philly your whole life? I was born in Philly, but then my family, we moved to Yaden. Okay. Yeah, so it's like we're, we've been right on the cusp, like for, you know, most of my, like, I guess like my adult life. When you walk around Philly, what, did, what do you see? What does it make you think? And what does it make you wonder about the future? I feel like my perspective on things has shifted a lot over, you know, over time. What I see in Philly, is is a lot of potential for growth and development uh, for for the people that are out here. If we, you know, if people could just get their minds wrapped around what must be done, I see opportunity to build. Though, you know, I, I see that there there's plenty of culture here in the city. West Philly, it, it, you know, that entire corridor is full of history. Yeah, Germantown, North Philly, Center City, everywhere. There's there's like there's some there's a story out there. I feel like it's beautiful, but it's like the most ugly yeah. thing you ever seen. Yeah. It's like it's it's love and it's hate. It's like it's jealousy. I see like Philly is like a reflection of, of everything. Yeah, it really is. Do you see a balance ever coming? I'm one, and I don't know if you guys believe this too, but I believe in the kind of like the yin and the yang. You have to have the hate to appreciate the love, uh -huh. right? You have to have the light to understand what the dark yeah. is. Do you ever think that Philly is coming more to a balance? I feel like Philly is just, uh, it's, it's gonna be what it is, man. This is like a gritty city. 
where it's like, you know, a lot of blue collar workers, you know, who are just like used to humping it, man. Like they taking public transportation every day. They seeing people they don't necessarily like to see. You know, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you step back from it, it's like, I get it. Like I understand why some people are where they are in the city. Because it's just, it's just congested, it's noise pollution, it's actual pollution. Like you said, that's what allows you to be able to appreciate the dope interactions that you have with people in the midst of all this. Because you can meet great people in Philly, like how we all connected yeah. in the first place. Like there's plenty of us out here. Talking about connecting, it was awesome when we met a couple of weeks ago at the Rec Philly event. And Kasim, I've never seen Kasim happier in my life to rep the brand. Kasim, how was your experience with his brand, the Tribe Worldwide Apparel? Wow, that day was so epic. I met him I'm at the Rec Philly Center. He sat next to me. And you see how the universe brings that together, people yeah. like-minded vibes. So we communicating on what he does. And immediately I was attracted to his clothing brand mm. and hella black hella proud and i seen the fist and it checked me like wow so there and then everybody there was open-minded everybody was supporting each other so i said oh wow i never seen this in my life so yeah. that yin and yang i was talking about mm. that showed me oh you gotta appreciate this it, embrace it appreciate it to the fullest so we communicated we went upstairs he gave me advice the whole event then we i met other good people and he told me about how there's another event I could go with him too after the Rec Philly event. So I, I went with him and then I met some more like-minded people. So I said, okay, it's worth it. Life is worth it. Okay, yeah. mm. okay now mm. I see the, the balance. I'm like, okay, I thought I was the awkward one amongst other people mm. other than my brother Malik because me and him get along mm. well. But it showed me there's a lot of people out here that do great things. And yeah, we had a, we had photo shoots we did. I put, yeah, that was the, one of the best <laughs> I can remember that day. Yeah. I seen so many people and everybody was just supportive and in the energy. Yeah. And everybody's, yeah. like you said, enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. So you and Nafis are going to speak at the event. You have any idea what you're going to say during Malcolm X Day? I can actually pick from a lot of stuff. Do you want to give a little preview for the listeners who didn't hear it? I said, do you ever question why the sky is so blue and why my skin so black? Why was my ancestors addicted to crack? Why do people ride cars with flags? Why do people with religious get tats? If you want to hear the rest of it, please attend Malcolm X Day at Malcolm X Park this Sunday. How about you, Kasim? What do you think? Do you, oh, yeah. you have any idea what you want to talk about? Yeah, the subject be on humanity and how our creative minds could create heaven, create the reality we want to see. Yeah. So, and once we tap into that, magic. Yeah, I agree. Ron, if you could go back in time and tell the teenage version of yourself three things, what would you tell you? Not give a F about what anybody thinks. I would tell me to learn about real estate investment. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I, would, I would tell me to get into that, like dive into that. Don't worry about college so much just dive into that because then build your wealth and you can do anything beyond that like once you build your wealth and you can do whatever you want you can go back to school third thing like just don't be so hard on yourself because you're like we're all working through issues and we're, we're all figuring it out you know even people who seem like they got it together there's no there's not necessarily like a definite outcome for any of us beautiful yeah well we would like to send some love your way i 
appreciate you so much for taking the initiative in the community to be somebody that the youth can look up to and to come out and to speak at schools like I know you do and to come out and to just influence and give young people the opportunity to express themselves in a city where I feel like a lot of people try to forget about them and try to hide them under hide them under the carpet and not let it be seen that there are young, powerful people in here who are going to make a difference. And I really appreciate you for giving me the opportunity to do that. It was a great interview. We got to learn what inspired you to um, create your brand and motivate others. And that's inspiring us as we listen. We're speechless. <laughs> we just know we're going to be present, like you guys said, and be aware of the opportunities and be in the moment so we can capitalize and not let time fly. Like, oh, I'll wait a little bit. It'll just come to me. No, I'll take action and I'll dive into it. So where can we find you? How can we learn more about the event, learn more about your brand? You can find us at CMXD Philly. That's CMXD Philly on Instagram. And you can uh, follow us on Facebook at CMXD. And, uh, you know, you can just tap the hashtags, really. You know, CMXD, CMXD Philly, CMXD PHL. All of that will lead you right to, you know, all of our content. You know, any information that you might be in need of, email us at cmxdphilly at gmail.com. I mean, and then for me personally, you know, for my brand, uh, you can find me at dope tribe worldwide on instagram you can also find uh all of my merchandise on www.tribestyles.com and then you can find me at reds the ruler r-e-d-z-d-a-r-u-l-e-r -E -E on instagram so one last question what is your definition of love love is a love is a is, is an action that you have to perform we express it with our mouths, but it's like an action of care. Well, thank you. Appreciate you. This is Just My Thoughts, the new segment of the podcast where I give my takeaway from the episode you just heard. So I think Malcolm X would be proud with the work that is going on in Philadelphia when it comes to community organization. To have Ron a pillar in the community, an organizer himself, someone who's created his own brand, an entrepreneur, come in and speak to my students. It was amazing to watch the interaction before, during, and after the podcast. My students were sponges. I've never seen their attention so drawn onto a person and they're able to just soak in everything and they're able to apply it which is the most exciting thing about this podcast and about this event is that my students are actually going to have the opportunity to speak on stage to a group of people and give their perspectives of what it's like being in Philadelphia, of growing up as a teenager through the hardships and through the struggles. This is what it's all about. This is the purpose of our podcast, to volunteer for different organizations and to build that bridge between the youth and the community. It took me back to when I was a child and I was looking for that mentor and looking for someone to help make me feel like I could be a part of something. And the work that Ron is doing is priceless. It's really generational. It's something that my students can pass down to people in their family, maybe their future kids, and for them to start it at this young of an age, to be able to speak in front of a crowd, to be able to influence people, to have the ability to interact with people who are doing it, who are coming from the same place, it's priceless. So I hope everyone comes out to this event and uh, we're looking forward to interacting with you. Mm -hmm.